Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, Joining us on the line, our buddy Sean Lanny. He's down at Langdon where he's uh, stationed here at this point in time and probably as good a place as any to uh, to be quarantined. Good morning, Sean. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? We're good. We're good. Uh, the weather couldn't be better this weekend uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, take a mom's out for 9 or 18 uh, here around the area. and uh, But I know as I've been getting out and enjoying uh, a lot of the great weather, I've found uh, my short game to be in shambles, and it's a good thing uh, Harold brought you on this morning. First of all, uh, how have you been uh, coping and dealing with uh, things here, and how's have you been able to do much teaching? How have you had to reinvent kind of teaching and academies and, and regular uh, pupils uh, throughout this, not being able to get your hands on them? Yeah, it's been interesting, I think, for everybody involved. Um, I have first, first off, I've converted my garage into a uh, winter wonderland with uh, a net, a mat, a putting mat. I've got my uh, Foresight GC quad that displays the information. I can have players come in and they can play Pebble Beach and see shots and kind of work on their mechanics. Um, fortunately, Langdon's been open. Um, I on the north end of the range at Langdon Farms, and we've got a beautiful putting green and short game area and an all-grass range. Um, I've been really limited to single-person coaching sessions, um, obviously, with the, you know, with COVID-19. Um, you know, bringing on large groups is something that I'm staying away from myself, and I don't think people are really interested in that right now. So it's, it's been an interesting time, for sure. So, Sean, uh, I'm sitting here with a co-host who has hands of stone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he can, hit it, he can hit it sideways with the best of them, and I'm talking from 40 yards. So okay. where, where do we start with him uh, on, on learning how, first of all, <clears throat> developing a consistent stroke, and secondly, understanding that there may be different approaches to different lies that we find ourselves in. So let's start with how to develop a consistent stroke. 
Yeah, so if we're talking chipping, greenside chipping. Yeah we, yep. yeah, we are. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer that a, a golfer, regardless of their experience and skill level, they have to take a less lofted golf club from a close proximity to the green, and they have to learn how to stand the actual club more up, more vertical, and they have to learn how to make a small swing very similar to a putting motion, and they have to learn how to turn the face into the ball. They have to glance the club and the bounce of the club off the ground. And if they can't do that, then we're not ready for a pitch shot. We're not ready for what, what lies beyond that. But I feel like the vast majority of, of players out there in the world, they have the club shaft too uh, much at an angle, or we'll call it too horizontal for people to understand an, uh, an over-exaggeration. Mm-hmm. So we need the opposite. We need the club shaft to be more vertical uh, so the club is more stood up, and that's going to allow them to feel like they can make a putting motion with a lofted golf club. And, and if they can learn how to turn the face into the ball and they can glance the club off the ground versus dig the club into the ground, I think they're setting themselves up for brilliance to pitching game. So uh, you're saying a less lofted club. So even to a seven iron, correct? Yeah. I mean, specifically if a, if a golfer is six feet away, which is quite for a chip shot, the vast majority, and I don't have to tell you this, Harold, you've seen this a thousand times, but most players will take their most lost sand wedge yeah. and they'll hit that club for every single shot around the greens. And as we know, the more loft that's built onto the golf club generally is going to entertain more errors and more mistakes. And I think the seven iron is a brilliant club selection for most golfers. And then as the flag or the target is closer to and then they can kind of twindle down to an eight or a nine or a pitching wedge. But mm-hmm. I think the vast majority of golfers need to steer clear of the more lofted wedge for the greenside chipping. Sean Lanny is our guest. Uh, you can uh, follow him online, Sean Lanny Golf. That's L A N Y I golf.com. Uh, here to help uh, your short game, uh, one of the uh, top golf instructors according to golf digest here the last couple of years uh, working out of langdon farms and uh, really focusing on your short game so if you so if i'm going out whether i'm i'm working at the the practice green or i'm, I'm somewhere where you've got kind of a, a practice whole range what um how do i want to set up uh, a practice session to get uh, used to that where do i want to go initially like around a green and then where where am i aiming for because i think that's the big thing people a lot of time they're just picking out the target trying to get the ball to the hole rather than understanding where a landing where the landing spot should be to allow the ball yeah. to get to the hole yeah so back to that initial point so the, the vast majority of golfers take that more lofted wedge and they try to flight the shot and land the shot directly next to their target well in reality especially this time of year you know the greens they start to firm up so the ball lands and then it runs quite a bit past so you know if we understand that the ball's at one end of a football field and the hole is at the other end of the football field a player has to kind of understand the carry and roll concept so I always tell a player, you know, let's let's hit a 50 or let's hit a 60 or a 70 or 80. And we're talking about chipping. Most of the time, the chip shots are going to be more like that 20, 80 in the air, 80% on the ground. 
And that's the safe smart play. Um, Golfers that probably are struggling from a scoring perspective or maybe like in your case, like Harold threw you under the bus and you hit it sideways from 40 yards. You know, maybe it's the wrong club in the wrong situation on top of maybe some flaws to your technique. Um, So I just really try to give a player a real specific request like, hey, Pick out your landing spot, but tell me exactly what your intention is. Tell me that is it 10 or 30, or you try to land this, you know, 10% of the way there or 20% of the way there. So they're holding themselves a little bit more accountable. I feel like most players that put on a practice green, in greenside shop, area, or on a variety of shots, they actually put a bucket of balls in front of them and they hit the same shots for minutes and they don't change their target so they they become bored you know that uh, engagement becomes less engaged it becomes like a mundane like okay i'm just gonna hit another shot the same scenario there's no real focus there's no real like um purpose to their process and i i think if a player can have like at excuse me at Langdon farms we have numerous flags on this short game green and the player technically has to rotate to a different flag for every single shot. You can't technically hit the same shot twice. That's a huge thing from a practice perspective. The players have to, you know, they they have to evolve. They have to train that into their practice plan. And half the battle is getting a golfer to practice properly with some sort of purpose that sets them up for success. Hey, Sean, you're breaking breaking up just a little bit. I don't know where you're uh, calling from. The uh, anyway, or whether you wander around, I know that when I'm on the phone, I wander around a bit, and people are saying, "Hey, Harold, where'd you go?" <laughs> so uh, uh, you hear me any better? Yeah, that's yeah, good right there. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, we heard most of that. I'm sure that uh, it'll it'll certainly help Jason. One other area that he struggles, and I, I uh, is alignment, and this is this is a target game, and for. Most players, and I, I see it all the time, they have no idea where their target is in relationship to their body. How do you teach right. someone good alignment? Great question. I mean, all those old adages of railroad tracks and, uh, you know, the lines and the players setting the face, I think those are, to be quite honest with you, those are pretty confusing for the for the general golfer mm-hmm. to visualize railroad tracks because the railroad tracks, if you ever stood on a railroad track, they look like they merge way down in the distance. So that's why the club face for golfers and the foot and body alignments get a little bit out of whack. So if you can still hear me, yep. we're good there? Yeah, yep. we're, we're good. So I, I feel like for the most part, Again, regardless of the skill level and the experience and the age of the golfer, I literally will tell a player, and I, I have worked a lot with Lynn and P over at uh, in Arizona with Vision 54, and they have a think box and they have a play box concept. Mm-hmm. And the think box is essentially where the player needs to take a practice swing, needs to uh, utilize some visualization, looking down a target line. But that's the time, once they've taken a practice swing, they need to set their hands on the grip. They need to, they need to completely set the tone for how they're going to hold on to the golf club. And then from there, when they walk into the shot and they step into the play box, the one thing that I ask of players is the face needs to be presented next to the golf ball 
first, then their eyes need to shift so their eyes are moving and observing their target, whether that's a, a lion, a divot, a tree, mm-hmm. a power line, whatever it may be. But once their eyes are fully engaged and locked in on that target, then their feet need to move into position, keeping in mind their eyes are still on that target. Now they can return their eyes to the golf ball. Their feet are already in position. Their alignments are completely taken care of. And most of the time, those golfers, they do not need to make adjustments. Those adjustments are to get comfortable. And most likely those, I call them comfort adjustments, those get them back in poor alignment. So once eyes come back from the target to the golf ball, everything is a go. Let's go ahead and pull the trigger, take the club back, take it through, and, and make a swing hit a golf shot. Well, I got a lot of work to do. So thanks, uh, Sean Lanny. Here. Uh, you can find him, Sean Lanny Golf, L A N Y I Golf.com. Uh, up here in the area, out at Langdon uh, right now. You can email him, Sean. That's S E A N at Sean Lanny Golf.com. Uh, the website's fantastic. There's lots of videos up there, and then uh, they can get in touch with you for additional further instruction. Uh, I know I got a lot of work to do, but uh, the weather's great and uh, got a lot more free time uh, with the way things are right now. Well, anytime you want to get out there to Langdon, we can do a show on the back of the range. Let's do, some do that. Live stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I think we can uh, try and make that happen. So we will definitely uh, be in touch. And uh, I know uh, I know Isaac's been out there uh, trying to get things uh, organized, too. So uh, we'll uh, we'll figure out. We'll take you up on that here in the not-too-distant future. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. Thanks for having me on the show. Harold, always great hearing from you. Yeah, great to hear from you, John. There take you care, go. buddy. All right. You- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.